Hello and welcome to Explosion Networks reacting to Spider-Man. I mean review discussion. Got you all. Somebody at the, there he is shaking his head. It's fine. Terrible. It's completely fine. I'm your host <laughs> Kieran Marchin, and I'm joined by the one, the only Ashley Hobley. Thanks for having me, Kieran. You're welcome. I put this on because I was like, "Hey, Ash, yeah. let's organise this for a time." There's no Dylan. No Dylan at the moment. He's off on the petrol or whatever he does for a job. He might still do that. Who knows? But we're going to sit and talk about the Spider-Man <laughs> game. Um, we're going to talk about Tobey Maguire's performance in it. His, is he a good Spider-Man? Is he a bad Spider-Man? Nah, Tobey Maguire oh, wasn't it. They should release a uh, emo Peter Parker skin. <laughs> oh no, I hope that's not DLC. <laughs> that would be really terrible and I would cry. But uh, we are here to go through everything. We're going to do a super quick, maybe 30 seconds to two minutes... Is the game good? If you haven't got it, should you buy it? No spoilers. And then we're diving straight into the spoilers. We're going straight into the spoiler roonies, talking about the story, the gameplay, everything that comes to mind. Um, so hopefully you've finished the game so you can join in on the discussion, or you can learn something new and get something spoiled for you. Whatever you want. So Ashley, how was the game? What did you think of it? No spoiler roonies. It was great. The story was great. Swinging through New York City is great. There's not much else to say. There's Let's just end the review discussion there. He's he's <laughs> end of end of it's spoiler great. free. No, uh, I think it's the most fun I've ever had collecting things in a game. The gameplay mechanics, the story is really good. It's a really well written Spider Man story. If you're a Spider Man fan, if you like Spider Man, go get it. Why haven't you got a bright red PlayStation Four with a Spider Man logo on it yet? Because they're expensive. Well, that's true. I was super and tempted to buy one. I was super tempted to get one originally and sell oh, yeah. one. Or have two PlayStation Pros. But what if? Right, we're going to jump in. From this moment out, spoilers. It's all it's all off the cards. We're, we're taking the chains off. We're, we're freeing the dog off the leash. Whatever anecdotal thing you want to make. There's spoilers right now, people. Spoilers. Ashley, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. There's death in this game. Oh, There's yeah. There's a lot more death in this game than I thought. Um. Well, there's, oh, yeah. two, there's two there's two character major deaths. characters that die. Um, and then we're gonna go through. We're gonna go through first. We're doing the story. We're gonna break down that, break down some characters. What do we think of them? Um, as well as story beats and events that I want to talk about and discuss. First, I want to talk about the man himself, Peter Parker slash Spider Man. What yeah. did you think of both the Peter Parker and the Spider Man side? Because I think a lot of the times in comic books or especially in the movies if we take the movies for instance there are toby Maguire was bad at both andrew garfield in my opinion was a bad peter parker but a good spider-man and tom holland for me is a great both how did yep. this how did um i can't remember the voice actor's surname i know his first name's yuri how yuri did lowenthal lowenthal thank Low you um how did his spider-man come through and the writing of this spider-man come through in this game do you think I think it was perfect. It's a, it's the version I imagined from the comic books. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's great. Uh, I enjoyed the, all the Peter bit, all the emotional Peter stuff. I enjoyed all the funny quips with Spider-Man, Spider-Cop, and just, yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> I think I really enjoyed the Spider-Man side of things. I wish there was more Peter gameplay. Um, I think there could have been more developed there. My biggest... I really loved Spider-Man, but for the story around Spider-Man, there were some things that were written into the story 
that did, that should have been kind of big things, but never really affected him. Like, you know, early in the story, he gets evicted from his apartment. But he kind of... To be fair, it feels like he gets evicted a lot. It feels like that, but he kind of just brushes it off and he's just like, eh, I'll keep going. We've got worse things to do in swings. And, you know, there seems to be some events that happen that are not as... You know, they're not, they don't have the weight to them that I thought they would. But overall, I think the the journey that the, this Spider-Man went on was fantastic. And I really enjoyed his character throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but my favorite character out of all of this game is probably Mary Jane. Um, and her role she played throughout the story... I think it's very interesting um, in, in conventional Spider-Man stories or in conventional tales or the comic books. Mary Jane is generally eight times out of ten the damsel in distress. She yep. is a lot of the time is the one falling off the building that Spider-Man has to catch and save. Or um, his, you know, His biggest worry as Spider-Man is that if his identity gets revealed, the people he cares about are going to get hurt. They can't take care of themselves. What do we do? Um, and I really enjoyed the writing of this Mary Jane. She was she was trying to prove that she that she had her place to play in this game, that she, or in the story she had her role, and she didn't want to be Spider Man's you know pointless sidekick. She wanted to be yeah. putting in as much work as Spider Man did, um, and I really enjoyed her writing for it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I. I appreciated them like sort of switching up her role where she's sort of like a journalist. Whereas in the comic books and a lot of other stuff, she's like a supermodel or uh, some other fancy, like some other job that isn't like, doesn't help Peter at all. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed that. I, I, she probably wasn't the fav my favorite character, but I really appreciated the role she played in the game. Even just the, I think I don't I've maybe you shared this or somebody shared this in my yeah. Twitter sphere. The moment in the kitchen where that is, oh, yeah. that, that moment great. where Peter's cooking for her and then his alarm his like police scanner goes off on his phone and she's reading it. And by the time she finishes reading it and turns around, he's already dressed as Spider-Man, preparing to jump out the window. Yep. And there's just this moment of Did you leave your clothes on the kitchen floor? That is just it's so, like, it's even, it shows there's this known history between the two of them. Yeah. You know, obviously Peter's done this before where he's just left shit, his clothes on the floor and just gone as Spider-Man. And I think in general in this game, it, I think they did a fantastic, uh, fantastic job of showing that this had a history. This world had a history with Spider-Man. Yeah. It wasn't just a... Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the thing I appreciate the most, that they didn't do the origin story thing they jumped there was like eight years of history to yeah build on. and they did eight years of it they did you know they did the eight years of game of the the history beforehand and I'll, i want to talk a little bit in a, a later once we go through characters a bit more in the events talk a little bit more about how insomniac altered that so they could form their story but it was really nice to see the payoff of mj and peter's relationship i kind of I felt relieved that I didn't know at first, but I felt relieved that it wasn't about hiding his identity to Mary Jane and all the whole time. You know, there's yeah. often that typical subplot of a Spider-Man game or Spider-Man movie of 
Peter it's trying to hide. Oh, I was I was late for some odd reason. Yeah. No, I was late because I was Spider Man. Yeah, I was late because I was Spider Man, and she knows it. The that the knowledge of why he's leaving, you you get to understand that maybe originally you were readers and players and fans of Spider Man would probably think if you would just tell her what you were doing, it would completely solve the problem. You'd be fine. Whereas this game shows that no matter what, even though she knows he's Spider-Man, the end of the day, it's still a relationship and she's still feeling the the decline of that. That she's still, yeah, you're being Spider-Man, you're leaving, but you're treating me like I'm a fragile vase or a glass that's going to shatter if yeah, I do anything was, dangerous. She, he was protecting her too much. Is basically why she left him in the first place. Yeah. I thought that was a good valid reason and they sort of explored that. And, and I don't grew think and let her do stuff. It yeah. was nice that it wasn't a breakup that was just like flat out. They don't talk. They're pissed at each other. Blah blah blah. Well, it was they hadn't talked. They hadn't talked for some time, Prior but it to. was more of a an awkward. We both still want to be together, but there's reasons that we're not together yeah. kind of relationship. Where, and I think that still works. There are moments where she gets like super annoyed with Peter, um, and she, you know, she like. I think the one of the best things and the best storytelling methods that I have in games is Peter's phone calls with random people as he's swinging around, or the text messages where she's like, "Look, I don't want to talk yet. I'm not. I'm not cool." And and yeah, a minor point is always there was a really minor thing that made me that the amount of effort or the activity that Peter was doing at the time of the phone calls altered the audio for the phone call yeah so spider-man was that peter was more exasperated while talking if you were swinging around at full speed um i really liked that change and it showed there was weight and now we quickly got and i and i want to i want to celebrate uh i want to celebrate insomniac's choice of this and they did it really well i think i didn't see anything about him leading up to this their use of otto octavius doc ock um in this game is really good is really like yeah. i really like this version of dr octopus um i like the effort that they went through to hide his presence in the game um i don't think there was anything about doc ock in the trailers except for was it at the no, end i think apparently the last trailer that they released they showed dr octavius did they okay yeah. um and there'd been rumors because someone like a voice actor said that Doc Ock was part of the game or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they, like, you know, they they hid the collector's edition statue from, yeah. like, view because it featured Doc Ock's tail. And they didn't want to spoil that. And I think that's really cool. Uh, yeah. I think Doc Ock, in ge- I, I really do like his progression. The progression of his psyche and the change in his psyche and the reasons for him having the, the claws, um, they developed really well through those yeah. little voicemail messages that you got or the the recorders that you found around his um Office, yeah. lab i think that developed really well and my only i guess i wish it had been a slower burn almost there was the whole thing about him finding out early that peter had spider-man's costume and the yeah. you know oh you make his tech um yeah but that somehow evolved later into he actually knew your Spider-Man shit. 
Um, oh, that was such a great scene. Yeah, no. How did you, you? How did you see Doc Ock in this game? Well, to be fair, as I'm sure, like you, as soon as you saw Doctor Octavius, you sort of knew. Where it was yeah, going you knew up. where it yeah. was going. You knew where it was going. Yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed the slow build. I thought it was a perfectly fine slow build. Uh, I enjoy. I think like the the prosthetic thing. It all sort of made sense after you realized he had that like uh, muscle dystrophy or whatever it was. Yep, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, had a weird name. Uh, and yeah, and just to see him slowly turn into a the character we see at the end. It's like, and that that last confrontation. I'm sure we'll get to it, but that yeah, we'll definitely get to it as we move through the game. And I think yeah. Spider-Man's his interactions with Doc, and it was really interesting knowing how you know. I think my only thing is either his acceleration from wanting to help people to this evil genius that has everything planned out perfectly was. Yeah kind of rapid for me i think he kind of knew what he was doing or knew how to control people it was a bit of a time jump there in the middle i think after the martin lee attack yeah after the original so that, lee. That, that, that was like two weeks or something something like that but i didn't think yeah i don't know because i know there was a there was a on in the lab there was a drawing of the the raft on the wall the raft for yeah. a very he said long he was time. doing contract work yeah, yeah exactly so obviously he has some connection there and he understood the building very well um there was a lot of yeah he seemed to get his shit together extremely quickly like the amount of tech that he just whacked up for each of the the villains yeah. was just like but it just shows how smart he is exactly it shows how smart he is it just it was a little quick for me um and then, so that, that kind of leads me on to, I want to, before we go on to um, some of the other side characters, I want to go to the other side of the coin in the villain's role, which is Mr. Negative or Martin Lee. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed the majority of it. And then his, like, mi like end of act two boss fight super sucked. I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, the subway fight? Yeah, like in the train. Yeah, it felt. It yeah, it wasn't the most fun. Like, like it was just experience. kind of a like... traditional. Like he stood at one end of the train, you stood at the other, and you have to yeah. either press you a different hit left, right, or jump. Left, right, or, or jump. Um, so that kind of it. And then I think, I think the build to his um the build up to his reveal with the even though we knew it was him with the the events of the the town center um presentation that yeah. event that happened with him just coming and destroying everything knocking peter parker out in the midst of it um you know leading to miles having to go try and save his father um yeah there's there's a lot and I think my one of my favorite moments in the game was the the secret area, his secret office. Um, yeah, and he then inside feast. Yeah, yeah, inside feast. Like sneaking into there, I was like, "This is really cool. This is an awesome build up. Holy crap!" And then you leave that office, and then he's there. He's there, and he knows what's up, and yeah. you know what's up. I don't think that moment has a payoff, like ever. No. Like, like, yeah, there was like, he no... doesn't, 
except for him like setting those um, homeless Who's people on, on Peter. Did he just think, oh, Peter's done with it. it's fine, whatever? Like, just I'm a little bit. What was the purpose of that moment? But um, it was cool. That's why. <laughs> it was cool, and I guess the having the moment of. I guess you don't want too many people in the very first game knowing Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah. You don't want too many villains knowing that. I think the weight of Doc Ock knowing that um, is super important because a bit similar to the Homecoming reason why Vulture in Homecoming doesn't reveal who Spider-Man is, Doc Ock still has some kind of care for Peter that I yeah. don't that he's not going to reveal his secret identity even though he threatened to. Um but overall, Martin Lee, I think, I just think it was a big story that kind of just got, like, it kind of fizzled a little bit for me because it ended Act 2 and then Act 3 was all about him as part of the Sinister Six and all of a sudden he was working with Osborne, he was working with Doc Ock, who was one of the reasons that he got turned into Mr. Negative. My only thing is, I think I missed section. I missed a section in that that uh, area where you go around and you look at each person's like equipment and stuff. I didn't okay. find a. I didn't didn't find a Mister Negative area in that section. I think yeah, I he was right at the start. But yeah. yeah, Doc Ock pretty much tells him his he can help him control whatever. Yes, because I think I walked. I walked past it and then realized I could like I did everything else and then realized where it was. And as I walked up to it, I touched the the item that sets off Doc Ock talking to you. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. And I was like... I couldn't find it. <laughs> oh, you couldn't find it? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I set that off and I went, oh, okay, maybe I've missed something there. But he seemed to go from all-powerful all supervillain to, like, super lackey, like, super quickly that I was a bit like, yeah. Yeah, I guess... It, yeah, he just wasn't too involved in the third act, I think. Yeah, like, you just kind of fought so. him for fighting him's sake, and there was, like, the dream sequency sections that happened of fighting him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little disappointed, but at the same time, I think he served his purpose, but... Yeah, he served his purpose, like, sort the... of getting those demon enemies everywhere. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. played and, into the open world section. And he was the bait and switch for... Doc and Ock. Yeah. He was the bait and switch for that. Um, so, Mars Morales in this game yeah. was really good. I really liked him. I, and I You know what? I don't think I've ever met somebody that says they don't like Mars Morales. Because, like, if they're... Well, as long as they're a Spider-Man. Because you can't. Because I don't think <laughs> you can not like him. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's possible not to like him. He's, he's an interesting character... You understand yeah. his anger and stuff, and I was as soon as we got to, as soon as we met his dad as Spider Man early in like in the middle of Act One. Yeah, I was like, okay, Insomniac, where are you going with this? Because I know there's two different versions of his origin story: one with his dad and one without his dad. Like one where his dad dies and one where he doesn't die. So I was like. Okay, are you going to fake it out so he dies? Are you going to fake it out and be like, no, he's not dead, but there's still a reason to? Um, I really enjoyed it. I liked... I'll get to them more later. I didn't love his stealth sections. 
Um, mm-hmm. The only stealth section that I super loved was the Rhino stealth section with him. I thought that okay. was I thought that was pretty fun just because it's Rhino and I'm a massive mark for Spider-Man villains. So I was like, yeah. oh yeah, this is cool. <laughs> this is a good way to interact with Rhino. Um, but it was <laughs> it was interesting that he'd already got like you know the hacking app when you first play yeah. as him when he's like oh i just met spider-man uh what did you think of miles yeah i thought it was good i i enjoyed his interaction with peter and mary jane i uh, i think what was it there was some interaction with him and mary jane just like asked mary jane oh are you his girlfriend that was that was <laughs> funny and, uh yeah i enjoyed his interaction with um Art may and that sort of working piece uh, yeah oh and, and that after the funeral scene that that like at his dad's funeral when he sort of rejects peter yes that right <laughs> well you guess he was Which angry totally makes sense yeah yeah like that was that's totally fine and i really liked his um his awkwardly coming back with his box of waters like he just had like a box of just like nine different types of water I was like, like yep yeah. <laughs> i don't know what type you like <laughs> and just uh he was he was a good i was really interested when we saw in the early trailers i was interested how his relationship with mary jane and peter was going to grow um yeah. because very early on we saw the scene of those three talking together and planning out what they were doing so it was interesting to see him be integrated into Spider-Man's world, um, and they did they they baited his being bitten by a spider really well. I think they did that pretty well because at first they for me they fooled me with a possible Mary Jane getting bitten. I okay. was like, was you didn't think it was a possibility? As soon as I saw the spider, I'm like, oh, this is this destined for Miles. Yeah, I was like, oh, is, is Mary Jane going to get bitten? That's kind of cool. Oh, no, it's Miles. Fair enough. Cool. Miles will get bitten. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, Miles, fuck it, we'll talk about it now. We have the, the end credits. Well, was it the last scene or was it after the credits? Is- it was mid-credits. Mid-credits. Let's go with mid-credits scene. Where he is moving into Peter's new apartment. No, or like I think Peter's moving, moving into in with apartment. him. Yeah, Peter's moving no, in just, with... Peter's just... I think Miles is helping Peter move into a new apartment. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because he was, was staying with Miles end, before yeah. that. Yeah, he was crashing yeah. with Miles before that. And then... And then they both, you know, Miles goes, I need to show you something. And then jumps up onto the ceiling... After then, an awkward sex talk. <laughs> yeah, after a really well done awkward sex talk. And then he had an awkward moment and then Peter jumps up on the ceiling as well. Which is a fantastic lead. I think it, it sets yeah. up their relationship so well, like their bond. Um, and I think it sets up the next game really well. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It pretty much said we're going to make another game. Yeah. Which is... Which is, it's really nice to see that um, dedication already from Insomniac. Um, then we had then we had Aunt May. Aunt May. She yeah. had her role in this to play. And I really liked her... I really liked how she was really... Sometimes we get that the old Aunt May, who kind of just seems frail. to... Yeah, who is frail and just seems to be like a retired old lady who 
randomly is always in a spot where some villain's going to attack. You know, yeah. Spider-Man needs to check when she's going to the bank before she goes <laughs> so he can protect the bank because it's going to get robbed. Yeah, it's going to But, robbed, um, yeah. no, this, this Aunt May was older, but she wasn't helpless. She took a really strong, caring role within, um, within Feast. She Feast. took a really, you know, she, after Martin Lee left, she was pretty much, she ran Feast. I think um, she pre- was pretty much running it before. <laughs> Yeah, she was left, yeah. just his yeah, right-hand person. And so we see how that evolves. It, see her relationship with Peter and her her interactions with him. And in her interactions with him get super interested if you want to replay the game with New Game Plus. Once you get to the last scene with her, major spoiler, if you've, you've been spoiled a lot already, um... Aunt May gets infected with the um, what was it called? Devil's Devil's breath. Devil's breath, and Peter has to make the decision. He has enough to either make a a solution for everybody, or save May. And it was mo- one of the most heartbreaking scene. Um, that May died. May yeah. May is dead in this universe. Oh, so sad. Which is super sad. And she knew like, it was she knew it was Spider-Man as well, which Yeah, and sorry, the big and... re- revelation there is Spider-Man's like, I'm so sorry, and she's like, take off the mask and let me see my nephew. And you're just yeah. like, Of course you knew! Of course you bloody oh. knew. Like, and so I think if you were to go back and look at their interactions, I think there's in the writing, there's a bit of telling that she knows what's going on. Um yeah. which is which is really heartbreaking. And and to see this Spider-Man who always who already has learnt that with great power comes great responsibility, yeah, has already learnt his the weight of the job he's doing, has the ability to save probably the most important person in his life, and because she he knows that it's the right thing to do, and she this would the greater good she would want that. Yeah, he doesn't save her, and he kind of he goes to put the vial in her IV, and then like kind of crumples, crying, and it's like, yeah, oh, oh, insomniac, oh. what are you doing to us? Oh, insomniac, you. And I think that was I. I don't know why I just didn't expect there to be an Aunt May death. I didn't expect yeah. it because we'd seen her in previous trailers. We'd seen her in a hospital bed. So it's like, okay, something's happening to her, something's happening to Aunt May, and oh fuck, okay. But you think it's a Spider-Man game, everything's going to work out well, everything's everybody's yeah, going to be happy. No. And you no. know what? And I heard somebody else talk about this the other day, I was thinking I was listening to a Rooster Teeth podcast. Spider-Man's life is super shit. Like, just yeah. in this game, his life is terrible. Like, just the amount of stuff he goes through on a day-to-day basis... You know, being evicted, the amount of broken bones he cops, the the everything just keeps going wrong for him and Parker Luck. Yeah, it's so it's so yeah. rough. Um, but I think I think it's an it's a I was really happy with the way it finished the story. That the way that yeah. its payoff in the end was a lot more than the payoff had been in the past. Um, yeah. No, I really, I really enjoyed May's character. Um, yeah, she was great. 
just to whip through a couple minor characters. Now, this one is... These two I'm pairing together because of how closely they're tied together. But this is my favourite subplot in the game. is between Norman Osborn and Harry Osborn. Harry Osborn is not... Well, he is physically in the game at one point. But he spent <laughs> the majority of the game thinking that... Uh, that Europe. Harry has gone to Europe. Yeah. And that he has said goodbye to Mary Jane and Peter. And he's also said to Peter, hey... If you can, stop by these research sections and keep them going for me. And then as the game keeps going, you know, oh, okay. Norman is the mayor of the city. I thought it was an interesting choice that Norman Osborn yeah. was the mayor. It changed his role. And also a bit. running Oscorp. I don't know how legal that is. Yeah, no, that seems super illegal. But hey, <laughs> yeah. um, he's the mayor of the That's city. That's the kind of America that Insomniac has designed. Yeah. Yeah. He's the mayor of the city. He runs Oscorp, and he's working on this devil's breath thing that really is a cure for a whole bunch of diseases. Yeah. And this... this... But it's, it's gone wrong or something. But at the moment, in its yeah. current form, it's killing It'll people. It'll kill everybody. Yeah, yeah, in its current form, it's killing people. And you're like, oh, okay, blah, 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 you keep wondering. And then there's a scene where you sneak around his apartment as Mary okay. Jane. And depending on how much you look around the apartment, it starts to build up more and more what's gone on. And then eventually it leads to you reading a journal in his secret lab. Of course he has a secret lab in his apartment. Of course. No, but wasn't the journal just in his room? No, I thought... Oh, no, that was in Harry's room. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, that room. was in Harry's room. It was the journal because that's how you got into the lab. Yeah. Um, and... You find out that Harry was sick with the same. Was it the same thing that Doc Ock has? No, was what it... Martin Lee had originally. Same thing as what Martin Lee had originally. Okay. Yeah. And and so it's like, oh, he's been sent somewhere to, to you know, to hold off and to to heal him and help him rehab. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then one of the last scenes of the game, I think it's the, the very after, last, the very last after credit scene. Credit is Norman Osborn revealing that Harry is in that secret lab in, like, a Green Goblin-esque test tube type of place. Yeah. And, which I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is... That's huge. That's massive. So, next game... is This is leading to Green Goblin and possibly Hobgoblin, correct? Is it? Did you see what... Did you see when Her- uh, Norman Osborn put his hand up against the glass? Oh, but there was a symbiote, wasn't there? Yeah. So, and that's what I'm confused about. Because it yeah. looked Green Goblin-y, but then he had the symbiote was there. And I was like, what are we doing? Is Harry goes, Osborn going to be Venom in the next game? Is he? Is it, or is it the Green Goblin and then the symbiote is like a byproduct of whatever turns him into the Green Goblin? Like, is that a thing? Like, ooh, Okay. Because Norman Osborn's already fucked up. Like, he's already a terrible human being. So to see him potentially turn into Green Goblin, um, that's... There's a whole... That's cool. Look, all right, Norman. You've got eight years now. This Spider-Man has been swinging around your... Your Your city. For whatever reason, stop playing with spiders! Because you're just going to yeah. make another one eventually, aren't you? You find it suspicious that uh, you've been making all these uh, 
radioactive spiders and there's a Spider-Man swinging around. Yeah, and then when the second one crops up, he's going to be like, <laughs> like fuck. Ah. <laughs> like, he just needs to stop. Stop playing with spiders. Well, he, he just goes, goes, let me, let these spiders give me a bite. Yeah, why doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I really, I enjoyed Norman's as the, he was the, he was the middle point that everything pivoted around. Norman, uh, yeah, Martin was Lee the, was. Everybody hated him pretty much. Everybody yeah. hated him. Fisk was in partnership with him and was protecting him pretty much. Yeah. And then the moment Spider-Man gets rid of Fisk, Martin Lee comes forward and starts fucking stuff up for him. And yeah. then Doc Ock comes. I am... Yeah. No, I really enjoyed Norman. I really enjoyed the developments of Harry's story within it. Yeah. Uh, also, I didn't play all the research missions till like, mm-hmm. I finished the story. And then you get all the little things of Harry... You know, Peter's going, oh, he never... I can't contact him anyway. I can't... I send him all these emails that go straight to voicemail. And then you realize why. Yeah. And I con- think I'd only done him. a good portion of them. And I, and I could yeah. already... I already was like, oh, okay, shit. This is why a lot of this is happening. And why when Harry's recording the messages, you can tell there is some kind of um, sadness and sorrow in his voice. Like, there's something there that... Yeah, like he's, you know, when he's talking... Especially when he's talking about his mother and stuff. I think there's a lot of... Which could be... You could misinterpret it originally for he's still mourning his mum's death and whatever, but... Yeah. You can you can see you can it changes a lot of it going forward. Yeah. Um and then I've grouped the sinister four, I'm going to say, well, sinister four plus shocker together because the I don't other think villains. the other villains that appeared because and I'm not saying that saying that other villains appeared is a bad thing. I'm not yeah. saying that at all because it's in very Spider-Man style that these important villains can randomly show up and and do stuff and happen yep. and have a presence. It's very Spider-Man. That's completely fine with me. That's what I want. You know, is yep. these sp- these villains to I grew up watching the Spectacular Spider-Man TV show, so you know, there was a lot of that every week there was a different villain and they could all intersect mm. and interact with each other and it was cool. Yeah. Vulture and Electro made was my favorite boss fight in the game. Okay. I had a lot of fun in that boss fight. One, because of kind of multitasking between the two villains was a fun challenge to deal with. But also the writing of that was fantastic. Yeah. The banter between Peter and those two is funny as. When Peter makes a Rocky reference and then Vulture doesn't get it, and then Electro flicks back up and makes the counter-reference to the Rocky reference. was <laughs> hilarious. I laughed so hard. Because, you know, uh, Vulture's real name is Adrian. So Spider-Man does the, Adrian, yeah. we did it! Or whatever. Yeah. And and Electro comes out and I'm here to crush you or something. Or I must crush you. I can't remember the exact line. Yeah. But, um... To see to see that change to to put that kind of writing of that back and forth banter and and Spider Man being like, yes, somebody got my joke, somebody, yes, you did it. It's yeah. such a Spider Man thing to do, and it was so fun. Um, I really liked their interaction. Rhino and and Scorpion's yeah. thing was not a fun fight. 
Um, were you like, did were you like me? It just like felt like it went on for too long. I felt it was too easy because I just realized I could deal with Scorpion while just randomly dodging Rhino for a bit. Like, okay. Spider Sense made it that easy that it was just, oh, I'll press circle now and dodge out of Rhino's ways. Yeah. And then web up Venom and kill him and dodge and web up Venom and rinse and repeat. Um, the whole poison story plot thing that happened with, with uh, not Venom, with um, Scorpion. Scorpion. The whole so- poison mission that you had to, that was not good. Let's not- just point out right here, this game borrows so heavily from Ark- the Arkham games. It's- yes. Yes, it does. That is so much like a... I had a- not thought of that, but that is the Scarecrow mission. The I had Scare- not thought of that, but that is the Scarecrow mission. It does, it does borrow from Arkham with some some Spider-Man flair. There is yeah. a lot of good Spider-Man stuff in it that kind of makes you go, oh, okay, don't worry about it too much. Um, yeah. yeah, there was... Uh, that, that, I didn't love that Scorpion one. Um, the, the drug the, sequence. The dream sequence section. Because I was a bit... Yeah. I think I found... I don't know why. was the only point in the game that I felt that swinging was difficult. Yeah. Like, that or the, there was another research mission where you had to stay above a certain level. I don't think I've done that. Otherwise one you yet. get zapped. I, yeah. I think that was the yeah. only point in the game where I was like, all right, swinging's got a problem here. There's a problem with the swinging. I'm, yeah. I don't know why it was just a, maybe because there was a lot of a lot of large sections of open space that there was only cranes every now and then to try and swing yeah. across. Um and then you had to dodge random scorpion tails or whatever. It was a whole thing. Um yeah. what did you think of the the five other villains that appeared? They're fine. They just sort of served a purpose. They just sort of showed up for a little bit. It was clear they they wanted to focus on Martin Lee and Doctor Octopus, yeah. but yeah, I mean, um, yeah. And then I've left I've left this person till last. There's one other character I could go over, but I don't think their relationship. I think their relationship's good, which was the detective. Um, I can't remember Yuri. Yuri, yeah. sorry, it was Yuri. Wantanabe. Yeah, Wantanabe. Yeah, I really liked her and Spider Man's yeah, relationship good. and friendship. Good. Um, most disappointing character in the game for me. Silver Sable. Yeah, that's fair. I, I found Silver Sable super disappointing because you spent a portion of the game being like, boy, she's uh she's real scary. She's real cool. She 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 fights. She's really wow, she does this, she does that. And then she decides to help Peter and Spider Man. And then she's like I'm giving up this life. She's like, she's like, all of a sudden, she's like, you've made me question how I interact with the world. Hmm. I'm going back to Russia to think about this. Bye. Oh, by the way, though, rest of my militia still likes money. So they're still going to shoot at you. I wasn't the real leader, I guess. Goodbye. And you're like, (laughs) what? What? There was no fight with her. There was like nothing. That's true, yeah. I there was no fight with her or no actual payoff with her that I'm like... This it would have is... been cool, like, if during that... Before that Martin Lee... That last Martin Lee fight, if they had, to, like, fought together or something. Yeah, like... or something. like, Or there was a scene where they were fighting each other but fighting together at the same time. Like, yeah. 
they were still fighting the Martin Lee guys while trying to fight each other. That would have been fun. Um, but saying that, I think the third DLC is based on her. Okay. I think reading the titles, um, Spider-Man DLC. Let me just quickly look this up. Uh, yeah, Silver Lining is the third one. Silver Lining, that's what. So, I think could be Silver Sable, maybe, or there's something else happening there. So, we'll see. We'll see if Silver Sable can redeem herself in the DLCs because she was the only character that I was super like, you, okay, okay, Insomniac, you've kind of, yeah. 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 Um, so, Doc Ock's Change, we've done that. Art May's Death, we've done that. Um, Grand Satisfaction, I've said that, blah, blah, blah. Is there any more, I guess, specific story events you want to talk about? No, I think we've covered most of them. But yeah, that last, that reveal with Dr. Ock, that like, that whole sequence where they're fighting on the side of the roof. That whole sequence. I think the fighting on top of the building was better than fighting on the side of the building. Yeah, but I don't think that it was meant to be. I think it was more a story. It was supposed to be a story build and whatever. Um, Yeah, I think the suit was cool to build, but at the same time, it was yeah, like... Yeah, I, I think it was kind of pointless. It was kind <laughs> of pointless. I don't know how it helped in any way. Because it <laughs> made you yeah. refill your gadgets, your gadgets. quicker. Yeah, but, yeah. Which you needed. But you, could, but you could win that fight without using any gadgets. You could have just used your web shit or... Yeah, whatever. I don't things, know. The, but, the, yeah. the, the, the suit was eh. Um, yeah. But the Doc Ock fight was really cool. Um, yeah. I was super worried... That Peter was going to fall for the traditional duping of, oh, no, I'm good now. Oh, we can still work together. Come yeah. over here and help me. And I was like, Peter, don't you dare. Don't you dare. And he got close yeah. and then he turned and he walked away. Oh, yeah. um, which which is interesting for two reasons. Because I think this is the first iteration of Doc Ock that's like, he can't move his physical body. Like he is purely yeah. bound by those by the octopus arms which is super interesting um well, it's sort of a thing they've done in the comics have they oh, okay I yeah because those versions spoilers for the comics uh dr octopus gets so his body gets so bad that he uh implants his own mind into peter's yeah no i know that story i just didn't know it was because his body was mangled yeah that's why okay cool um but in the storyline it's because peter peter's been hitting him as spider-man so much that his brain sort of oof it's all done yeah oof that's deep yeah (laughs) that's super deep um so specific stories over uh like specific points gone through were there any of the overall stories of the overall story i guess yeah were there any negatives that you had to the story or of the story yeah no not really not really it went pretty well obviously like mechanically just the stealth i was gonna go into mechanics really quickly in a second straight into it stealth missions weren't yeah most fun we'll dive into that in a second and then the other thing i had i really enjoyed insomniac's way that they've taken this this universe and made it their own thing and they really quickly established yes he's been spider-man for eight years but he's only really faced these bad guys like these are the 
he's this is a world that has had not had green goblin no green goblin no doc ock yet no venom yet no carnage yet um there hasn't been a hobgoblin yet like there's a whole bunch of key spider-man villains that have not featured yet in not featured yet in the in the world which i thought is a fantastic choice because it would when it when it originally was released and they were like this is eight years into spider-man's career i was like oh that means all this shit's happened already every villain's up for the grabs like this could be any villain could be in this game okay cool whatever they've already got back and forth but it means that spider-man hasn't had this teenage to young adulthood of he's it's been lighter than maybe some stories have told before where it's just like you know some stories to to fill the story of his teenage years it's just one villain after another villain after another villain all the time where this one is spider-man has been dealing mainly with with kingpin for the most and then he has been dealing with these little ones on the side as well, or these super-powered bad guys as well at the same time. But Kingpin was his biggest problem because he couldn't put Kingpin away. He could put the others away, couldn't get Kingpin. But they've left themselves so many openings and stories and things to happen in the game that I think is really fantastic. I don't think I've we've seen a developer, maybe Rocksteady with Arkham, maybe, that has taken a universe and done something that has made it their own so well yeah so quickly the uh gameplay i guess for the game i think i i've said this previously on podcasts today late nights i talked to it about people night collecting stuff in games i generally find kind of, it gets boring by eventually about after a little bit of collecting i don't find it fun this game I was super into, just because of how fun swinging around New York was. Yeah, I just because of that gameplay. <laughs> I guess the the general gameplay of the game was really fun. I guess you have those Arkham sections where you're taking people out stealthily. I really liked the idea of no, it, it wasn't an instant fail that like you could drop down. It would tell you if it was safe to kill that person or not, but sometimes I'd drop down and do it and it would like yeah. switch to not safe while I was dropping down. Um, yeah. And somebody would see me, but it wouldn't be instant you fucked up. You could turn around and with like an impact web, which was my favorite gadget, you could just impact web somebody to a wall and that just kind of dealt with them and you were like, okay, awesome. Okay. Um, the kingpin, like the, the, like the, the fortresses or the hideouts the bases yeah. the bases i really enjoyed that you could do the first wave stealthily but i found it kind of stupid that the second wave instantly knew where you were was yeah, just like that's true and it's like i think there should have been a reward for do- if if you could do the first wave stealthily then you could co- complete the thing super easily like that was all you had to do for the area yeah, but that that would have been too easy. <laughs> it would have been too easy, but it would have enticed people to play more stealthily, or to take their time with it tactically, or even if it like you know the other wave came out. If you did two waves stealthily, you could do the wave, do the area, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think some of this, like as you've already said, the stealth areas. I was suit by the end of the game. Pretty much any time you were playing as Mary Jane or Miles. 
Yes. Miles, I was like, they're trying to be different here with his hacking, but there was some of the areas I kept failing because the hacking yeah, was either like, super weird or I couldn't get the bad guys to turn in the right just direction. Running too fast and like turn around. Yeah, yeah like there was that. Um, Mary Jane's the only. So Mary Jane's got okay after she got the stun gun because yeah. you just start stunning fools. And also the stealth section midway through Grand Central Station. Where, yeah, where she, yeah, where they'll she, sort of switch it off between her and Peter. Yeah, where she, where you were like, "Hey, take this person out." And I wish yeah. they could have done that more. They did that once throughout the entire game. That mechanic, and yeah. it's like, why didn't you do this more? This would have built up well, the the whole. It didn't make story sense anywhere else, though. So exactly, it didn't. Um, but overall, yeah, Mary Jane and the cell sections made the story feel like it dragged a whole yeah. bunch. Um, Just like. Tension for the sake of putting it like tension. Yeah, and it was getting to the section where I was like, I just, guys, just let me be Spider Man, please. Yeah. This is what I like to do. Um, I felt some of the suit, uh, the suit powers, some felt really awesome and some felt super useless. <laughs> like I, I didn't really play around with the suit you, I played no. with most of the game with one suit power because it was overpowered as shit um, yeah. which was web blossom Actually, I barely used the suit power at all oh really I, I use yeah. I use web blossom because web blossom you like as you jump in you press both of them and he like webs everything within, a, within an area of himself yeah. and so you could start the fight with automatically webbing shit to walls and just taking enemies out of the fight which was super useful when I was like, I'm down for health and stuff and I'm surrounded. Yeah. Um, but some of the other ones were, yeah, some of the other suits were really rough and pointless. I liked the range of suits and building them was fun. Um, yeah. But I, I always flicked back to the, the game suit because for some reason I just liked it better. Or it was just like, this is what the game suit was wearing. Like this this, is, yeah, this is what he wanted originally. This is, this is what he made. This is what the game's designed around. Let's play it with this. Yeah um wall crawling was seemed kind of non-existent because you could just run up a wall and i i found any time they had like you know the bomb missions yeah like bombs are stuck on the side of the wall oh, it's so difficult just oh like, there was sometimes where i was like get... where i was like where i'd swing and i'd want to just stick to a wall and climb somewhere to get a backpack or some shit yeah and he would stick to he would like land on something just on the edge of the wall and i wouldn't be able to stick to it and i'm like yeah this feels like an afterthought this feels like and it's yeah. like this is his shit this is like half of his awesomeness is like web is wall crawling also what kind of webs is he using on those backpacks old stuck. shit i think it was i think it said that it was like an old formula or something that got super yeah hard. i guess um the other the one of my favorite features and this is probably a favorite feature that i've seen in a game in the use of music for a game was the use of music for when if you were to stop and stand still in a building or something there would be no music it'd be super quiet but the moment you jump off and get speed to like start swinging that soundtrack and music would start building and building and building and yeah. then be this awesome epic crescendo of just music and orchestra and I'm Spider-Man, everybody. This is awesome. Um, it's like the end of Spider-Man 1. We're swing, swinging through the streets. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like It was so much fun. Um, and then finally, 
all the side missions and freaking variety. Uh, there was so much. Like, it was. A lot of it was pretty repetitive. It was. I enjoyed it, but at the same time, when there was like, hey, these are these are Kingpin's fortresses. And then Act 2 is like, hey, you did those hey. fortresses last act? Guess what? There's demon fortresses now, fucker. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then the third act is like, hey, there's now yeah. Silver Sable's militia's fortresses for you to deal with. And I was like... Yeah, and they're also doing crimes as well. Yeah. It's like... Random crimes that you have to fight. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. And I think Act 3 was probably the quickest act because I had the least amount of fun just swinging around the city. Because there was always, like, somebody trying to shoot at me. Yeah, there was or, always trying, trying to kill you. Like, there was always somebody like, trying to kill me, and I understood that was the story, and that was what was happening in the world. But yeah. it made the gameplay of the world not as fun. Like, yeah. for me, just... You didn't want to explore it that worlds you no i was just like a, i need to get B. through this story so it goes back to normal so i can do whatever else i want to do yeah um what do, what do you think any other gameplay stuff you want to talk about anything you want to uh have i in touch i found the challenges ugh, annoying oh i couldn't get whenever i did i haven't done all the challenges I, yet i I'm, couldn't get above bronze pardon i got I got silver. Can't get three star. You can't get three star? I couldn't get above bronze when I was doing them. And I'm like, how yeah. hard are these challenges? Yeah, they must be super hard. Because I like get the silver and it's like just over the silver. And then it's like the gold's like way higher. <laughs> like, Oh, it's it's bad. It's weird. The challenges are weird. The research centers weren't bad. Um, I yeah, really love the backpacks. I, I like, the only thing with the challenges is it pays off towards facing somebody at the end. Okay. It's worthwhile doing all the challenges, whereas some of the other side missions they just wait. Who out. does it pace? What do you wait? What is it? You pay? know who's setting the who's setting the challenges? No, up? tell me now. Reveal the, it to me. I, well, yeah, it's Taskmaster. Yeah, it's Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah. No, so I know. Fight Taskmaster. Oh, okay. I, did not yeah. know that. I knew it was Taskmaster. I just yeah. thought they'd done it i potentially they'd use taskmaster as like a, a, a kind of like a no a, like a bait and switch again but no okay no Definitely not like the black cat where you do all the backup missions and then it's just a yeah it's out. just a suit but that's yeah. leading up to the dlc yeah because the first dlc is black cat yeah which is but most of most of the side missions didn't really have any story value mm -hmm. uh, other than the tombstone the yeah, Tombstone is his name. Have yeah. you done that one? No, yeah. I have not done his side mission. It's always been there. I think I've done everything else. Yeah. Every other side mission. That has some sort of story value. And maybe like the pigeon one. The pigeon one like, I found was fun. Because I was like, yeah, I'll, yeah. Do, do, I'll go catch a pigeon. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> so I'll go weird. catch one. It's something to do. But yeah, just the, there was a story um, to that. My favorite Whereas was the backpacks. Whereas the side missions where you just have to go find these random frat kids who've been turned by this negative. It's like, yeah. You know, and this. then yeah, of course, the backpacks being my favorite because yeah. they held story and weight. Story, yeah. They they showed Spider Man in a more realism light that I really enjoyed. So that was really yeah. fun. Um, okay. Finally, are you looking forward to the next game, Ashley? Yes. Why isn't it out now? Why isn't it out now? Why haven't they prepared? But it's okay. There's going to be DLC. There's three DLCs hard. already promised. October is now, the first it seems DLC. like genius that they've decided to put this out so soon after the game. 
Yes, I think it's great. I think I if they spend six months before they release DLC or six months, if they don't have all the DLC released within the next, maybe till the maybe the end of the year, maybe January. Yeah. I don't think I'll care enough to go back. Yeah. I don't I think if they can release the story in chunks, maybe one DLC a month, I'd be really well, cool. Well, that's the plan, isn't it? I, I oh, yeah, they've got dates, so I think it's December's the last one, I think. There was the yeah. dates. As long it's as they stick to that. November, December. As long as they stick to that, that's awesome. That's I I will I will come back and play the DLCs. If they yeah. don't do that, I'll be like, "Meh. I yeah, I'll just read what the DLC was if it doesn't have that much impact." Um, and finally, what do you think is going to happen next in the Spider-Man world? Oh, it's got to be that Green Goblin. Green Goblin and Venom? Green Goblin Venom mm. thing. Mm. But then how do you have a world with two Spider-Mans? How, how do they I'm balance? How do they that. work together? What's Peter going to be doing in the next game? Mm. Where's he going to be living? working? What's he going to be doing? What's life like without May? What happened to Feast? You know, yeah, like I, I don't think we're going to be in feast at all. No, you don't think so. I think leave feast that, is screwed. leave that life behind. Um, yeah, I think it'd be interesting. It's going to be good. I'm excited. I am excited for the yeah. game. Now, actually, it's time to say goodbye. Thank you very much if you've been watching this reaction review discussion. Yeah, discussion. <laughs> I was doing it on purpose, actually. I knew it was a sure. discussion. It says it right below us. Um, thank you for reacting to our review discussion. I've been Kieran March and your host, and this is Ashley Hobley. Please, if you're watching it on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Explosion Network, follow us so you can be around for all of our review discussions, for early late nights, for our reacts to Ashley and Dylan doing something. If you're bored at about 11 o'clock tonight, or if you're not bored but you want to do something special, Dylan's going to be on this channel playing Forza Horizon, Forza Horizon 4. Um, thank you to Xbox Australia for giving us the game and allowing us to stream it. Um, Dylan's yep. going to be going through and he'll be there to, uh, for you to ask any questions and get involved with the stream. Um, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ashley Hobley, A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y. It's a thing. It is definitely a thing. I am <laughs> at your boy Ringo on Twitter. Check out theexplosionnetwork.com for all news articles and all kinds of podcasts, craziness and interviews yeah. and reviews and all kinds of stuff. Go check that out on youtube.com slash explosion network. Until next time, keep swinging around New York and listen to Jay Jonah Janison's 